Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. You need to understand the secondary market for notes because it will give you the edge that most investors just don't even see. Best ever listeners, you ready to take your online advertising into the big leagues? Are you ready to get more leads? Well, how about we do all this for free? Yeah, sure, free. Well, it starts out with a free strategy session with Dan Barrett. You recognize his name, episode 565, titled Google AdWords and Cutting Edge Strategies. He's the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. That's why I'm talking about him. And he's managed over a million dollars of client spend and scored an 80th percentile for or higher for best practice. Basically, he knows his stuff. And he is offering a free strategy session for one hour to do a deep dive with you and learn about your market and collaboratively come up with an online advertising strategy based on your target audience. And he's offering to do this for the best ever listeners. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. I mentioned free. Well, the strategy session is free. And then you can either take the online advertising strategy that he comes up with on the call and go implement it yourself. There you go. It's free. Or you can have him and his agency do it for you. It's a turnkey solution. And by the way, that likely one that being free too, assuming that you're closing on the leads that he's generating for you as a result of all the efforts. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. He's got some amazing stuff. Ask him about the pre-targeting for direct mail lists that he does. It's something unique to their company and it's pretty exciting stuff. He's noticing some tremendous results as a result of doing pre-targeting. So ask him about that. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today. Don Rickaball. How you doing, Don? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. Nice to have you on the show. Don is the owner of Note Queen Capital and specializes in owner carry notes as well as she has been an investor for 13 years. She buys seller finance notes across the country and helps others get started in notes. She is based in Carson City, Nevada. With that being said, Don, you want to give the best of our listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? 
I would love to. Thanks, Joe. Well, I graduated from college with a bachelor's in nursing, and I worked in the ER and ICU, and I raised four babies. And all during that time, I would take these courses and think that I think I could be an entrepreneur someday. And that day turned out to be 2004 when I quit my nursing job on a dime. I still had four kids and two mortgages and three dogs. And I decided, hey, I'm either going to sink or swim, but I'm going to go for it. And I fell in love with the note business. I just love the financial calculator. I love being able to work that and figure out how to solve problems and just love how money works, the private money. I stay away from bank financing. So ever since I quit that job, I've been doing a variety of things. But what I do most is, is I buy owner carry paper, and that means just – When somebody offers owner financing and they become the bank on their property, sometimes they want that payment stream, but then sometimes they need cash instead of the 800 or 1500 that's coming in per month, they need a lump sum of cash for something. And so that's where I come in with my investors and we take down these investments. How do you get a deal? Do you usually find it yourself and have the conversation with the owner? That's a great question. Everyone wants to know, how do you find notes? And a lot of people do direct mail, just like you do direct mail to find motivated real estate sellers. You can do that for paper. So you can buy lists of people that have carried back paper on the sale of their property. For me, I've never done that. doesn't mean it's a bad idea, but I end up attracting a lot of business to me because of my positioning in the marketplace. I'm talking direct with sellers. I also have people that bring me deals that are very good note brokers, note finders, and they find them in a variety of ways, whether it's direct mail, Craigslist, just other internet-based resources. So that's the way I find them. And then investors, once you have a good deal, it's not hard to find the money. So one person says, hey, and they get their friends and family involved. So the private money tends to grow organically, and so do the note leads. But the other thing that I really love is having this Understanding the secondary market for private paper gives me a real advantage as a real estate investor because I understand how to buy with owner financing and how to sell with owner financing and how to get liquid either way if I need to to make the deal work. So to me, the best ever advice as a real estate investor, you need to understand the secondary market for notes because it will give you the edge that most investors just don't even see. I'd love for you to elaborate more on that in a second. But first, before you elaborate on I think what would be good is if you give us a specific example of a past deal and tell us the story about the individual, how you came across them, and why they ended up doing the deal with you in the way that you wanted it to be structured. Okay, fantastic. I'll just have several I can just pull from this week. So here's an example. It's not my ordinary example, but it's kind of fun to talk about. There's a nice property in Laguna Niguel, really ritzy area of Orange County, California, and they've been on the market. They need to sell, and they got an offer for their $4 million purchase price, but the buyer only wanted to put $2 million down. And he wanted another couple years to be able to pay off the balance. So that's $2 million down owner carry. And that's a very reasonable thing for the sellers to become the lenders and just say, hey, yeah, we'll let him pay us monthly, $16,000 a month. And then within two years, he'll pay us off. Except for they need to cash out because they've got an underlying bank loan that's pretty sizable that they just want to get rid of. So here's a situation where the note sellers 
they got to sell property for the price they wanted in exchange for carrying terms. And they could have made probably two fifty, three hundred thousand in interest just being willing to do that. But since they don't want to do that, they need to sell. They came to me and said, can you structure this deal in a way that we can sell the note right after we create it? And so that's what I'm doing in that situation where they used owner carry to sell, to get sold, but they used the sale of the note to liquidate, to get a couple extra hundred grand in their pocket plus get rid of that underlying bank loan that was making everybody nervous. And so what I get, besides a consulting fee to sort of puppeteer the whole thing, but I get to buy the note and add it to our portfolio because I'm buying it at a discount. And because they brought me in ahead of time, we could minimize the discount that would be required. Mm-hmm. Because notes can sell for 50 cents on the dollar or 30 cents on the dollar or 90 cents on the dollar, mm-hmm. depending on how the whole deal is put together. Okay, so you will have the note, and there is already $2 million paid down on it. It's a $4 million note, right? Right. No, $4 million sales price, Okay. $2 million down, and a $2 million owner carry note that I'm going to be able to buy at a 1.9. So it was a very small discount because I was brought in in the beginning as a consultant to say, how do we cash out of this without being chopped off at the knees? So it's a $2 million note. And you bought it for one point nine, so there's a hundred thousand dollars spread. And the best case scenario for you is that you get a hundred thousand dollars over two years as a result of this person paying down the note. Right. But you also have the face rate of the interest rate. So between the discount and the face rate that the borrower is paying, mm. it works out to about a 9%. And this is a very excellent collateral. The worst case scenario would be the best case scenario where you end up owning for right. $2 million plus legal fees, you end up owning this really killer property in Laguna Niguel. Mm-hmm. So that's the best case scenario is that there's a default. The worst case scenario is that you know, my investors get to put almost $2 million to work and make really a total of about 270000 in interest over a two-year term. Now, the thing that's interesting about buying notes at a discount versus just, I could have made a loan, but the borrower only wanted to pay 5.5%, no more. So most private lenders don't land at that. Mm. But they could get the owner to carry a 55 and then the owner just has to discount on their side. It's like the seller sort of paid the points in a way. Mm. To get liquid out of this, what they were doing is, finally being able to get out of a property that they needed to sell. And this Mm -hmm. is the best offer that's come along so far. So it really worked for them on a multiplicity of levels. But here's the deal. He gets two years to pay off the note, but if he pays it off early, technically on this, there's a $2,052,000. So basically there's a $150,000 spread. So if he doesn't write it to maturity, let's say he pays it off six months from now in December but I still get the whole balance. So if the balance on the note from him is still have a balance of, let's say, $2,040,000, mm-hmm. $2,030,000, and I only paid one nine, so that unearned discount that you get when a note pays off earlier than expected, there's a minimum yield of around 85 to 9%, but if he pays off early, it'll push us over 13% on this really excellent safe investment. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the beauty of buying discount on paper versus just making an origination, like a private money loan or something. That's fascinating. It's about crunching the numbers to make it work. And then I can take it to a real small 
level too, because that's out of the reach of most of us. I don't buy four million dollar homes myself. Sorry about that. Someone let the dog in. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was the best ever puppy in the world, so it actually works for your show. <laughs> Beautiful. Nice segue. Good save. So on a smaller level. Yeah, let's just take it on a smaller level. So here in my hometown of Carson City, Nevada, somebody had a mobile home note. Let's say they sold their mobile home for $22,000. And they took $10,000 from the buyer, so they ended up with a $12,000 note. Who's going to buy a note secured by a little mobile home in Carson City where the space rent is like four twenty-five dollars and it's first lien position? Well, this kid, he could receive those payments and he could do really well, but the problem was he needed to leave town. He needed to get liquid and just move and never look back. That was a Craigslist, actually. I had created a filter saying anyone talking about promissory notes, dropping into my inbox. I got it while I was at the gym one morning. I called him and I bought it for a $12,000 note, bought it for like $6,000. He was thrilled. So it's not a huge gain for me. Okay, I'll double my money in the next four years. But little things like that stacked up Mm -hmm. really go along. So I solved the problem of the guy needing to cash out. There's not very much of a market for that. And also I'm rehabbing and selling mobile homes on owner carry terms. So someone doesn't have all cash, I said, hey, if you can put at least $5,000 down, I'll carry for you. And so as a real estate investor, I have the edge because I know how owner financing works. And if I get tight on liquid, I can sell off a piece of my note to get liquid again. Was the actual Craigslist ad, anyone talking about promissory notes? Did you post that? Yeah, I have this revolving, I buy property, I buy paper, or anything promissory note, owner carry. I create filters so that Craigslist drop those into me. And I also have an ad that just says, I buy these things that I keep revolving on Craigslist. And some of the guys that bring me deals, that hustle out there and are good at nailing things down, they find them on Craigslist. Or they're just hustling out on the internet. And then others, they spend 5000 a month on direct mail campaigns, and they're able to convert those leads very effectively. How'd you get the lead in California, the Orange County one? That's all about positioning. I've spent my time building my business very slowly and organically, like the turtle approach versus the hare, where I've been blogging since 2008. I wrote a book back in 2009. I'm working on my second release this summer, which is going to be a lot more fun to put out there even than my first book. Then I did a lot of speaking. So I guess when you position yourself a certain way, then people hear about you, they like you, they get to know you, and so they think of you when they have a situation. So a lot of times when a deal's fallen apart, even my neighbor last year, I helped, she's a realtor, and she was double-ending this nice, sweet deal, $15,000, getting ready to drop in her pocket, except for the funding fell through. So she brought me in to help save that deal from falling apart, and I know she bought a hot tub with that money, and I haven't been invited over yet. To sit in it. So I'm just a little how'd like, you sa- hey, How'd you, you save know? that deal? What'd you do? Could have hit it two ways. The reason it fell apart is because the borrower, he had a great big down payment, like 30%, but he couldn't get the loan because he didn't have the seasoning in the business because they moved from a California business to a Nevada business, and they didn't have two years in Nevada yet. So he couldn't get a loan, which is absolutely ridiculous. He's a great credit risk. 
So he could have got hard money. I could have set him up with 9 or 10% money and two to four points, but that's expensive. And then I looked at the seller and was like, they've got great existing financing in place. The only problem is they're 30000 behind. <laughs> they're in arrears, but that's mm-hmm. 5% financing. So I said, here's the deal. Buyer has the money to get them all their equity and take over, not subject to, but we did a wrap so that the, the people that are on the loan can't get cut out of the deal by accident. They always have a play. Do you understand what I mean by a wrap versus subject to? Elaborate, will you? The borrower actually owes the seller and the seller owes the bank. So we need to make sure that the seller, if they don't get the money from the borrower, that they have the right to foreclose and get the property back. If you take it subject to, if there's a default and they start, well, in this case, their credit was crap anyway because they hadn't paid for two years, but they had equity still. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so they couldn't step back in if they wanted to because you need to have a way for the sellers to have a play to get back in the deal. So that's why I use it as a wrap, like borrower owes seller, seller owes bank, and then we have a note servicing company to keep score for everybody. So when the borrower pays the seller, they know that the seller is paying the bank loan because he doesn't want to be paying and then find out that it's going into default. Mm -hmm. And the sellers actually want their credit to be rebuilt. So this was beautiful. So the buyer, he brought in a big amount of cash to give them all their equity and to bring the loan current. So then instead of paying three points and 10% for a private loan, he's now leveraging the 5% bank loan that's still in the seller's name. And the sellers are going to win because now somebody's rebuilding their credit. By the time that this is done, they're going to have two, three, four years of perfect payment history, and it'll rebuild their credit so that when they're ready, they can go get another loan and start their lives over. And then by that time, the guy can get a loan in his own name because they will have sufficient seasoning as a business here in Nevada. So that's where it was just like an epic win-win for everybody. Yeah, what a deal. Thank you for these examples. These are three examples that are just phenomenal case studies for different reasons. I want to ask one last follow-up question about the Orange County deal. You mentioned you put yourself out there, but specifically, how did you get in contact with them? So you get, you talked about just the things that you do, but did they reach out to you via oh, website yeah, they, or they sent, what? Yeah, they sent me an email. I guess they heard me speak and we must have met years ago. The funny thing is this guy's actually an attorney, but when it comes to this stuff, he calls me because attorneys, it's really great when they know that they don't know everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But usually I'm educating attorneys about the secondary note thing, but he's also a real estate investor. And so he knew about this deal and he wanted me involved to help these people that he knew. So this is actually the second referral that he's brought to me to help create a win-win solution for all the parties. And it doesn't always involve a note that gets sold. Sometimes it's a lease option or we put a trust together or there's not one hammer fits all. But when you understand the secondary market for notes and you can do that dance between property and paper, wow, do you just become a killer problem solver? And it's not only fun, but it's lucrative. Feel free to repeat the secondary note thing, but I have to mention it because I got this whole lead-up music to when I ask you, and it would just kill the whole show if I don't ask you specifically. But you can repeat your answer. That's fine. So what is your best real estate investing advice ever? 
Learn the dance between property and paper. Learn how the secondary market for private paper works, and you will have the edge over every other real estate investor that you perceive is competing with you in your market. That is true. Just hearing you talk through these case studies, it's 3.0 real estate investing, and it's something that a lot of people don't know about and I'm grateful that you're on the show talking about it. And I'm grateful that you spiced it up that go around. Instead of understand the secondary markets, you gave us a little learn the dance between. So thanks for that too. You're welcome. I mean, people <laughs> need to dance. Dance and sing and laugh and have fun. There you go. Well, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Oh, I have my little paper here. Oh, okay. Well, I might have to ask you some questions that are on it just to keep you on your toes. Okay. First, though, a quick word from our best ever partners. Got your free strategy session to generate online leads yet? Well, if not, go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Dan Barrett's going to give you a concrete online advertising strategy by the end of the conversation. You can choose to implement it yourself or you can work with this team and they'll implement it for you. Adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation podcast at thereifoundation.libson.com. Best ever music you like to dance to? <laughs> Oh, well, lately it's country. Since I moved to Carson City, Nevada, I bought a truck, I bought a Harley, and I do country dancing now. I mean, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> well, I think we told a lot of people just now. Best ever book you've read? Course in Miracles. Best ever deal you've done? Buying a non-performing divorce note that was in second position for $10,000, and nine months later, getting $80,000 when it paid off. Best ever way you like to give back? Creating homes for families who are shut out of the system. They don't have all cash. They can't get a bank loan, but they still need stability for our communities, and they need a home for the families. So that owner carry thing that I help make happen in my own backyard, that makes me feel good. And also sharing information so people get inspired to do this in their own communities. And we create those financial solutions, just one mom and pop to another. What's a mistake you've made on a deal? Trusting a title company to do the right paperwork, to do it right, and then finding out that they didn't, and then I just want to hit myself. <laughs> what do you do now to mitigate that risk? I read things. I take responsibility for all the documentation, <laughs> the paperwork, the due diligence. <laughs> kind of read stuff, just yep. sort of reading things. And where can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? notequeen.com and I also have a podcast owner financing and note investing podcast alright well we've got two ways then the podcast go check it out as well as notequeen.com Don I love the case studies that's one of the best ways to learn and you gave us the case study in California the case study with the mobile home note and the case study with your neighbor and three solutions all having a central theme of, as you said earlier, 
knowing the secondary market for notes and being able to structure it accordingly. I learned a lot on this episode in particular. Thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Joe. It's been a privilege. Take care. Feeling lost on your roadmap to wealth? Tune in to the newly launched REI Foundation podcast, where hosts Jason and Peely give you all the steps and missteps towards achieving your investing dreams. Featuring interviews from top industry professionals, make sure you listen and subscribe to REI Foundation podcast at the REI Foundation.libson.com.